twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So last week I had to travel to New York for work, which was kind of cool because I was attending a training class. That part wasn't really all that cool. But the cool part was I got to see all my folks and all the kids and everything like that. Well, when you were doing that, I, I was uh, I scheduled a, a week of fun for myself. Oh, um, did you have Roxy Spa Days? Yeah, well, no, I didn't have Roxy Spa Days. I just had just regular stuff. I think what was funny is like it all started when I found out last minute that Kathy Griffin, the comedian, was playing at, I think they called it the Gibson Theater. It's the Universal Amphitheater. Right, and now that they changed the name of that thing it's got me all confused anytime anyone says the gibson i think maybe it's in orange county or someplace like that yeah behind the orange curtain but right. no it's i just know it as a universal amphitheater and i was trying to find someone that would go with me and i was fortunate stephanie was willing to go and check uh, kathy out and the tickets were a little pricey oh you had a date yeah because you didn't have me as your standing date yeah well you, you know need, you don't even have to ask me to be your date anymore it's just i'm the assumed date yeah but the, you know now i have to assume other dates yeah. So I went to go see Kathy, and I was a shitty girl from people because it was the same night that Virginia's flying out. And quite frankly, I'm like, you know, you could take the cab to um, the Burbank Airport because it's so darn close. Because I'm going to go see Kathy. Yeah. The Bur- yeah. She made me go to the airport by myself. I had to take another crazy cab. So what ended up happening is, is as she went to go do that, I had dinner at the Smokehouse, which is my favorite steakhouse, and Virginia doesn't like it because of the gray-haired people. And then... Okay, hold on a second. I don't have anything against gray-haired people. First, here's what I don't like about the steakhouse. First of all, it's a steakhouse, and I don't eat steak. So anything they make at a steakhouse that's not steak is going to be freaky. And we've talked about this before, because I'll eat their chicken, and their chicken tastes like they threw it in a pot of boiling water and then just slap that rubber thing on the plate. It probably bounced once or twice before you know it, it actually settled in stop picking on them okay <laughs> but Anyways. my other thing about the smokehouse is that the people that go there are all the over 80 set and i'm afraid that in the next five years they're gonna have to go out of business because they're not gonna have any clientele left okay that's it i'm done talking about smokehouse you can proceed it kills me people because it's like one of my favorite restaurants and if you talk to any of my other friends that actually eat meat and doesn't do this half vegetarian bullshit thing that i can't eat red meat would love it so now that's the end of my part of the smokehouse thing so i'm having a wonderful prime rib dinner with my friend and from there we're going to take off to uh go see kathy griffin and you know i'm I'm excited i've never seen her play live before and if she's playing in your town i swear to god don't even make your car payment that week and go see her she was hilarious steph was like in tears laughing you know making friends it's tons of gay men that go there i mean so if you're a gay guy you could totally pick people up but it was so fucking funny it was you know laugh out loud hilarious funny and as we're waiting for this whole thing to start up i get a a, a text message from virginia that the flight was delayed oh my god i see so my parents have been telling me you know take JetBlue. this is great they have tv in the seats and all this stuff so i think all right great it's come, going out of burbank that's convenient for me i'll take it yeah three hours delayed because apparently they only have like one plane that goes from new york to la and they just circle it back and forth it was agonizing i took JetBlue. i love JetBlue. so as virginia's sitting in the uh, airport for hours i'm laughing and that's how my week started and that's how her week started well i was actually annoying everybody in the airport because it was a red eye to begin with so it was kind of late so people kind of like slumped over trying to sleep or they were falling asleep and they were irritated because the plane was late and every two minutes i'd get that sound from a text message 
ringing. So, you know, everyone in the airport waiting area could hear it. Have you thought about putting your phone on vibrate? Fuck them. No. You know, it didn't occur to me. I was, (laughs) once again. You know what? Those those fuckers, welcome to my world. (laughs) Once again, I was being a selfish bitch. (laughs) See? But, so Virginia did that. And then the following night, we had a, we, Virginia was invited. But Kim and Nancy were having a party, like a dinner party and games and so forth. And, I mean, it was, you know, so it was like Thursday night I'm doing that. Friday night's the, the game thing. I mean, I was just nonstop go, go, go. I was invited by default as the default date to all these things. Right. But yeah, I was gone. I was in New York. I don't know why you had such a social week while I was gone. After the, oh, and then so when we were there, I, I met some new people. And one of the persons I met was questioning, you know, her sexuality, which is the same thing that was going on with my niece. So I, I was sitting next to Liz. And I made Liz move because it was the same thing. Anything that you have remotely in common with my niece, if I could find out information so that I, I understand more and I can be a better aunt, I'm going to do that. So I'm like, Liz, you need to move. So I started talking to... Uh, she grabs Liz by the collar of her shirt and like forces her into the next no, seat No, no, no. I was, I was very thoughtful. I just, you know, grabbed her by the back and kind of pushed her off the couch. But so Liz was understanding about that. And then, so I talked to her about it and she's uh, 25 and was new to the area. So I called a friend of mine, Aaron, to uh, take her out, you know, find something to do. So I, and I asked her, is it okay? I could, you know, I can hook you up with somebody that's your age. And she's like, sure. Called Aaron, went out on the patio, talked to her, said, hey, friend, new to the area. Could you take her out? What ended up happening is I called Erin and, and she said that she's going to go out and she said something about like that Friday night she's going to go to a fetish bar. And I told her, I said, you know what, well, this girl's from Iowa. You don't take someone from Iowa to a fetish bar. I don't know what the hell happens in a fetish bar. I've never been to a fetish bar. I don't know if it was like live sex that's happening on stage. You know, is it some like S&M, someone spanking and, you know, with nipple clamps? I mean, who knows? People hanging from body piercings, you know, with their flesh from the air. I mean, I wasn't sure what it was going to entail, but I the went- idea it scared the shit out of me yeah i went to a fetish night one time when they used to have that bar 79 69 you say it's peanuts but that bar has gone through a lot of changes and at one time they did a fetish night and they had up on stage they had some people wrapped in saran wrap and then they had another room where they were like paddling people and it was like a big show so right see i mean that i could kind of see but i mean imagine if you're from iowa you know and 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 this is all new you know the whole gay thing's new so you don't want her to think that everybody's into this and then all these strange things are happening so i told Aaron, i said look you know no, don't do that. Take her to girl bar. And right, you're just like a regular it. dance club. Right. Just so, regular bitchy girls who don't want to talk to me. Right. right. So I gave the phone to Brandy and I said, you know, Aaron, Brandy, Brandy, Aaron. So Brandy, you know, disappears and, you know, I'm talking with everybody else and she comes back. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be going to a fetish bar on Friday night. And I was like, holy fuck. You know, what the hell was, you know, was Aaron thinking? And I'm like, you know, so I try to be nice. I'm like, you know, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. And she could do. And all the time in my head, I'm thinking, I told her not to take her there. Oh my God. So I, you know, Brandy's like, no, it's fine. You know, don't worry. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm up for about anything. And I'm like, I want to see people hanging from meat hooks by the skin on their back. Yeah. Well, she, I, I, she didn't know what it was going to entail either. So later on, I, um, you know, a group of us went out to oil cans. And when we went to oil cans, I ran into her friend that brought her to the party. And she's like, you know, no, I told Brandy it shouldn't be a problem because, you know, you had never put her in an awkward situation. Oh, boy. She doesn't know you very well. No. Well, that wasn't my idea. I wanted her just to go to Girl Bar. It would be safe. I wouldn't send somebody their first time going into some sort of gay environment with, into a fetish club. Yeah. I mean, you know, what do you do? Send them to like a man's leather bar? You know, there's there's no way. And I was just horrified. I'm like, holy fuck. There's nothing like a hairy ass hanging out of a, a pair of assless 
ridiculous chaps to induct you into the gay community. Right. But so, I mean, but your very first time and you're a girl, I mean, that would just, it just, it wasn't what I anticipated. And when, when her friend told me that, I was like, oh, God damn, I am so fucked. So I tried once again. I said, you know, well, you know, you really don't need to go if you don't want to. I mean, you know, there, there's other clubs. And she's like, well, aren't you, know, are you going? And I, so, you know, I'm like, well, I wasn't invited. And she's like, well, I'm inviting you. So now I'm like, okay, I've been invited. I'm a little bit nervous for her. And I, I'm thinking, holy shit, I, you know, okay, I'll go. And I, I called my friend Rick to get him to go with me because I didn't want to go by myself. See, I'm a little bit nervous for you now because even though you pretend to be this big badass, you're horrified by things like that. Oh, I well, if you know what, though, honestly, if they were having live sex, I could watch that. Okay. That I wouldn't have an issue. Hanging from the flesh... That would gross me out. Yeah, that would freak me out. Too. And you know, we Rick and I had a plan that if it was like too freaky, we were going to take off and go to oil cans or go to some other bar in the area. And if it was too freaky, we'd steal brandy and take her with us. Do something safe like go country western dancing. No, she doesn't like that. Oh, I would have been able to save her and whisk her out, you know, if necessary. So we we get there. First of all, Aaron is is someone that from from the ride that everybody sees is as kind of like their their daughter. Would young, you say that that's fair? Yeah, young, innocent. Well, not innocent. Well, you know, just uh, you know, just young. Yeah. So everybody kind of adopted her as, as their daughter. And so Erin shows up and she she looked cute and stuff. She had like black baggy pants on. And then she had a black like swimsuit top. And then she had fit like a like a, a see-through fishnet thing. And her hair is kind of spiky on top. And I'm like, okay. See, now even the young lesbians understand that for lesbians to dress up when they go out is to wear black jeans. Now the young kids wear the baggy black jeans. But at least lesbians understand it's a universal assumption. It's You black. dress up, you wear black jeans when you go out when you want to look nice. In Los Angeles and probably New York, I don't know. Maybe they wear something different in Boise, Idaho. You know, maybe it's know. blue. Yeah, maybe they... Fresh brand new blue jeans. We don't know. Yeah, maybe they iron a pair of blue jeans. Yeah. So we ended up going into this club. So I'm keeping an eye out. And as we go into the club, it's completely empty because Aaron wanted to be there before a set time period because it was like free or it was like $3 for girls. And Rick, you know, I told him, look, you know, I'm making you go. I'll pay for yours. It was $13 for a guy. Wow. And it was a mixed gay straight tranny place it was interesting on that part we take we took a walkabout and it was at the dragonfly in hollywood and the theme of it was asian and i'm like asian fetish well i don't even understand you know just regular fetish but asian fetish what what the hell is that i don't know what i observed is a few dudes dressed up in drag not even asian drag just drag and a bunch of straight girls in bustiers like Teddy Bustiers, and every now and then you'll have some girl bend over and some guy will smack her in the ass, and the 80s are back, thank God. Because the music, it was like my music from the 80s, mixed with a techno, and then people start dressing up, and you had people that were dressing up, not like the flock of seagulls, but like, you know, like really like wild hair and all black B-52s and stuff. B-52s or something? No, not B-52s, it was, it was black, oh. whatever the black thing was, right. I, I so wasn't like into that. So Bauhaus or OMD or something? OMD, that's perfect. Okay. So we're watching that, and I'm thinking, wow, well, the, mu- the music's kind of good. This reminds me when I used to go out, so I was enjoying myself. But there was no fetish, fetish anything that I was seeing go on. But they did have, when we did take a walk about, they had some like funky pictures where there was one picture that was disturbing, and it was like a sword going up some woman's vagina and blood was coming out Ow, no, but they were selling those so i almost bought it but it was two hundred dollars and i thought you know i don't want to spend two hundred dollars because i think it would have looked fabulous in your office no not pretty i don't think your that... work office of course yeah, right sure there is that then they had a, a, a the big hookah thing and i didn't know maybe if i was you know i always thought something like that was like in the middle east but i would worry that you've got like four or five people that are smoking on some tobacco who knows what and they're laying on pillows thinking that they're cool and i'm thinking you know you could have somebody with like herpes simplex 55 you know and they've got cold sores all over their face and who knows what and then yeah. you're going to smoke it afterwards i was yeah, like that's pretty. just disgusting yeah real pretty that's like, gonna look nice on your next date 
Oh, yeah. And I don't know why. It just went down my entire throat, down to my crotch. My clit fell off. Yeah. Good. Wow. So I was like, no, that's nasty. And then they had a place, which I was really excited. It said lap dance. And I thought, you know what? If Now, I would buy Brandy a lap dance. Who doesn't love a lap dance? I, I, you know, I I thought that would be a nice little welcome into the community. You know, as long as the person's not like, you know, freaky or something. Yeah, a little personal perhaps, but a nice welcome nonetheless. It was thoughtful. Sure. That's what I was thinking. So I'm thinking, well, when when they open that up, we might be able to check it out and see what goes on. And they never opened it. We're walking around. And for whatever reason, maybe maybe the girl called in sick. I'm not sure. Yeah. They have one girl giving lap dances. Yeah. So what ended up happening is is that, I, you know, I, I told Brandy, I said, you know, I would have I paid for a, a lap dance for you, but, you know, it's not there. And she's like, oh. And I go, unless you'd like to give me one. Because, you know, we're at a fetish bar. And you're friendly. I'm helpful. Yeah. So she said, okay. So we went over to the lap dance area because it's like you step up on this thing and there's a sheet there. You get like a curtain. So now wait a minute. Let me let me review. So this girl who's who's 25 and she's just coming out of the closet and she's first time going out to this gay bar and then some older middle-aged lesbian asks her for a lap dance. I see how this is a this is a uh, protected, comfortable, <laughs> safe environment. Okay, I'm getting this. She didn't mind giving me a lap dance. Okay, because you know I can be charming at times. Yeah, I, I know that. So she she uh, proceeded to give me a lap dance, and it was a very sexy lap dance where. I think I might need to go to uh, Iowa and, and get some more women from Iowa because I, I totally enjoyed it. I've never had a lap dance before. When we've gone to the strip bars, I've never had one. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I had to kind of know the person so I could feel comfortable. Oh, okay. All right. But she had a, she did a very sexy lap dance. It's either that or it's just, you know, because she's only dated guys that straight women know how to give lap dances. And so if like you're in the process of changing over, maybe you know how. I don't know. But it was extremely hot. And Rick popped his head in the curtain. And then once he did that, then... And we got kicked out. So I'm like, okay, well, at least the, the night's been entertaining. I've got my 80s music. I got a lap dance. Because now it's not about her. It's about me. Right. Of course. You had to go out and do an underwear change. Yeah. Well, no, I I, I just walked with my with my uh, legs kind of spread open, letting it dry out. There was a squishing sound every time you <laughs> walk. And there's a slip and fall. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's no, good. It was very hot. So um, Good thing they had insurance at that club. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to. Not even just fire insurance, like regular, you know, vagina wet insurance. Right. So, we, you know, a song comes on, so we all go out, we start dancing. And then this guy finally comes out, and there's going to be a stage show. And he comes out, and this guy is dressed kind of like Shogun, you know, and he's, he's a white guy, and, and, and he's he has his pants up to, you know, I don't know, mid-waist or whatever, and he has his hair pulled back, and he has makeup on. I don't know if he's straight or what. I mean, who knows at this point. So I'm completely confused. Confused. So he goes up and he goes, I'll tell you what, we're going to do, you know, a show. And I'm like, oh, good. We can finally see a show. We've only been here like three hours or something like that. and No show. So we're going to do a strip show. And I'm like, oh, that's cool too. Right on. I had my lap dance. I'm ready to see some naked people. Right, Hot now, damn. Now you're all into the evening. Yeah. I, I, I'm now totally wide awake. Love fetish clubs. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, if it was a fetish strip club, lap dance, live sex show, I'm there. I'm going to get a season pass. Right. But that wasn't the case. What it was is, we're going to pick people out of the audience that's going to volunteer to do it, and whoever wins the strip contest will get free alcohol the rest of the night. Oh my goodness. So I'm thinking, this should be interesting. I look to the left of me. Brandy's pointing to Aaron. Aaron's pointing to Brandy. Sydney goes, you two, come on down, basically. And I'm like, oh my God. Now, Brandy just gave me a lap dance. And honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing her naked. Okay. You know, I'm being honest. I don't want to see Aaron naked because it's like a little sister. Right. It's like seeing your sister naked. Yeah. Yeah, And I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't want to see one of my brothers naked either. Yeah. On numerous levels. Yeah. There's so many things that are wrong with that. Yeah. So they go up, they get two other girls and some dude. And then there's this one drunk lady. Ah, come on. She's 
trying to crawl on the stage. You walk from the back and you walk up a flight of stairs. This lady's crawling on the stage and they're like trying to push her off. <laughs> like, no, honey, nobody wants to see you naked. Yeah. It's, and then, no, finally the guy gave it. And he's like, all right. You know, but he did let her do it. And she, she couldn't even take her top off. It was funny. She was, she was so fucking drunk. She really didn't need any more Aww. alcohol. So the first people out on stage was Aaron and Brandy. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's one part. It's like a car accident, you know, where you want to see it, but you don't. You can't take your eyes if away. Was, if it was Brandy, no problem. I'd stare the whole time. But if it was just Aaron, I was like, oh my God, this is this is like, this is Aaron. This is little Aaron. Yeah, this is like your sister, right? You don't yeah. want to see your sister naked. So I guess they had some deal, and I didn't know what the deal was, but Brandy was like, there's no fucking way I'm getting undressed. They didn't hear what was being said. They were just, you know, volunteering each other. They weren't paying attention. They didn't even know there was free alcohol involved. They just they heard stripping. Heard, they, no, they probably heard the free alcohol, but they didn't hear what you had to do for the free alcohol. Oh. So when they went up the stairs, that's when they said, okay, so you guys are going to strip. And they're like, what? And Brandy's like, I'm not stripping. I'm out of here. And Aaron's like, don't leave me. So the whole deal was Brandy had to undress Aaron. Oh. So Brandy took Aaron's shirt off. And then, you know, because it was a black swimsuit, pulled the string. And then Aaron was holding on to her breast. So you really couldn't see. And it was, you know, it was, it was modest. But then the next person came. And then, then another person came. And then some guy literally like drops trowel. And then this really hot hot girl and she has this this mini skirt where she if she bent over you'd see her whole vagina Whoa. i mean there's no doubt and she had a little fake boobies and the thing and she took the stuff off and, and she won but before they announced who the winner was aaron now decides that the whole boobies are going to come out so now she's walking around on stage with her breast hanging out Whoa. which then embarrassed me yeah it, i was very embarrassed and shy about that i didn't mind looking at the other lady's breasts but it's taken days to get Aaron's breasts out of my my mind. Your retinas have been seared permanently. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess, you know, I mean, they're not like strange looking boobies or anything like that. They're nice and stuff, I guess. But it's like they're hers. And that was just kind of yeah. weird. You yeah, know? it's weird. It's weird. So uh, there's a moral to this story. And I know exactly what it is. If you're thinking that you might be gay <laughs> and you want to, you know, you just want to check the community out. And, and you're you over see, 21. And you want to see some things and you are looking for a supportive community caring adult to help you with that Roxanne is not that person no because I'm going to ask you for a lap dance and and hopefully that you'll strip that night right exactly all right bye bye